War Eagle. This is War Bloggle with Bloggle Spot number 144. It is September 1st. We made it. It is 95 degrees outside, and it's a little before. No, it's right after three. I'm heading home to, to finish out the day. But it's Thursday. And let me say this Bloggle Spot is brought to you by Prince on Papers, which is which includes uh, a screen printed posters that were designed by an Auburn alum. Uh, they have posters that include the the Creed, the Auburn Creed, the alma mater, and the fight song. If you go to Facebook, search Prince on Papers, go to their page, they've got a shop now button. If you use promo code WARBLOGGLE, you'll get 20% off, which is a pretty good chunk. I think my Auburn math tells me that you're only paying 80% of the price. But a few weeks ago, we did a contest with them, gave out one of their prints. Uh, I picked one up as well, and they're very, very nice. We got it hanging up in my my man cave at home, my Auburn room. Really cool. It got a great response. So go to that Prince on Papers Facebook shop now. Promo code WARBLOGGLE, 20% off. So today is Thursday. Kickoff is in two days. Cam Newton days to kickoff. Probably one of my most retweeted tweets every year is the days to kickoff Cam Newton. Plain and simple. Don't give his his number. It's on the picture. Don't give his. I don't give his uh, position years he played because you know when that was. And you know always gets a huge response because people are finally excited. I've as I've grown older, I've found that during the summer I don't think about football as much as I used to. I used to. We used to go on beach trips and uh, there'd be mag Auburn magazines, Athlon, Lindy's, all those magazines. But really before the internet had kicked in and you'd sit there and look at every page, you'd sit there and go, oh, can't wait till we'll see what Auburn drank, all that kind of stuff. I remember one of my first classes at Auburn, I was a computer science major, and one of the first programs I wrote on my own in Java, I believe, was just kind of an average, averaging the uh, rankings of everybody. Because uh, I just used to love to see all that kind of stuff. Now we still worry about preseason rankings and they don't matter as much as they didn't then. Before everything got saturated, it was just kind of, okay, we finally got some football to talk about. But yes, we're two days away. Tailgaters are here, RVs are here. Um, RVs can set up today, tailgating can set up, the regular campus tailgating can set up tomorrow uh, on Friday at around four. <coughs> and let me mention the Warblogle tailgate. Uh, this will be the fifth year we're in our current spot in the amphitheater. If you're looking at it from the stadium, it's the front right of the amphitheater. There's a War Bloggle banner. We have an orange and blue tent, an Auburn tent. Um, tomorrow, actually, or excuse me, Saturday, uh, the, the tailgate food will be uh, provided by uh, Island Wing Company, uh, which is one of my favorite places to eat in Auburn. Uh, so come by, get some wings. We're gonna have some mac and cheese out there, some of their Mac Daddy mac and cheese with bacon in it. Um, we're gonna have some refreshments. It's gonna be a long day. We'll probably be out there by 9.30 or 10. That's a good 10 hours of tailgating. It's gonna, actually I was gonna say it's gonna be really hot, but uh, I think the forecast is 86, 87, somewhere around there. Now it'll still be hot standing out there all day. But I mean, kickoff will be after nightfall after the sun has gone down, which is very rare in, uh, in Jordan Air. I mean, that's happened a few times later in the year, but 
when it's September and it's already dark, you know you're playing pretty late. <coughs> um, so yeah, we're getting there. Um, on the site today, I posted our predictions. Football starts tonight, actually. We keep overlooking that fact. Tennessee, Appalachian State, Vandy, South Carolina. Uh, I feel like Oregon State's playing somebody. I mean, there's, a, there's probably eight to ten games on tonight. You'll probably only see about three or four of them, but uh, it's here. There's real football, and I've predicted them, predicted all the SEC games plus Notre Dame, Texas A&M um, on the site. Just posted earlier, so go check that out. This is the biggest opening weekend ever, I'd say. In terms, of, you know, once we've gotten into this, like everything is a show, everything's promoted, everything's TV, all that. I'd say it's definitely the, the biggest one. And as I just said, the only national game that doesn't include the SEC is probably Notre Dame, or, you know, that matters, is Notre Dame, Texas. And that Texas, you know, we don't know how good they're going to be, but um, that may be a blowout. <coughs> the only other one is Oklahoma, Houston, because Houston's ranked number 15. But I don't know how much that game will matter later in the year. But you've got so many big-time games, and other than those two I just mentioned, they all include the SEC. Now, of course, some of them are playing most of the big games. All of the big games the SEC is playing this weekend is out of conference. we got Georgia playing North Carolina in the ACC, Ole Miss, Florida State, ACC, Auburn, Clemson, ACC, uh, Alabama, USC, Pac-12. Um, I feel like there's one more decent one I'm overlooking. I don't know. But those are those are the big four or five right there. Um, so, yes, kudos to the ACC for having a few teams coming over to the SEC and playing. But it's like the SEC schedule is the big is the reason this is a big weekend. <laughs> now, of course, you got Mississippi State playing South Alabama and Florida playing UMass because they don't want to partake in this fun. They want to pad their their record, uh, but. You know, we'll we'll know a lot about Auburn after this weekend. We won't know anything about Florida, Mississippi State. That's how Mississippi State usually is. They play an easy early schedule and then fall apart. Um, but you know, I I know talking about Auburn and Clemson. I know the way things work in terms of how the you know the storylines and all of that, how they work going through the week or the months before a game. Usually you've got a pretty pretty solid, staunch this is how it's going to happen. Clemson's going to win by three touchdowns. You've got that. You've got your immediate reaction that is untouchable. Nobody is never going to change. Then you get about a week away from the game and people get bored with that and they start going, well Auburn might have a shot if they do this. And then it kind of goes back the other way, going, oh, don't give me that junk where Auburn doesn't have a chance at all. But I say all that to say, today, Cole Kublik was on AL.com film room, and he was giving all these reasons about why, how Auburn could attack uh, Clemson's defense. Now, we know stopping uh, Deshaun Watson and, and their offense will be tough. He's a great quarterback. I don't know really much about their running backs. I think they've got one returning. Um, all you hear about is Deshaun Watson. Their offensive line, not 
anything to write home about going against Auburn's defensive line, which is maybe one of the best in the nation, or at least deepest in the nation, deepest and most talented. Um, so you don't hear – I mean, the pretty much – people are leaving that alone. They're just going, Deshaun Watson's good, Auburn's got to stop him, which may happen if the lines aren't – the lines are uneven. As I've said before, it's all about the trenches. The lines are uneven. Auburn's dominating, and they can get a pass rush or, you know, stuff the run. Might be a whole, might be a blowout. They can do that. Uh, but Cole's whole point was talking about the defensive ends. Uh, Clemson lost their two best, Shaq Lawson and I can't remember the other guy last year. Uh, and this year they've just got basic, you know, in, they're basically inexperienced there. And even then, that he showed a bunch of the Alabama game, which I don't think Shaq Lawson played that in the national championship game. I'm pretty sure he did. Showed the Alabama game and how they exploited. Uh, the defense, the, how uh, how aggressive they run their defense. Uh, Brett Venables, or however you say his name, how he's so aggressive on the defensive ends. They crash a lot. The linebackers crash a lot. And if you can make one cut or make a you know kick-out block, I sound like I know what I'm talking about, right? Um, then you open up a lane for the running back because it's basically what people used to do to Auburn's defense. Back in like 07, 8, 9, our defense was not maybe not 09, but our defense was really, really fast. I remember Muschamp was there. They used to talk about how fast Auburn's defense was. But then they would also turn that around and go, well, you've got them, if they're so fast, you get them upfield and then you can just run right past them because they're so, they're not waiting on the play to happen. They're just upfield trying to make a tackle. And that's what Cole was pointing out, how their defensive ends and their star linebacker who dresses terribly um, how about they just crash because they're so you know a lot of times yes if you're overpowering the offensive line and you crash you can just break it all up mess it all up cram it in there and stop them but if you're if you're crashing and all you're doing is crashing into a wall and kind of stuck for about a second the running back's going to run right past you so I feel like Auburn's offensive line is is one of the most talented in the SEC. Um, Dan Pierce, the only one who hasn't played a ton, the center. But I mean, they've played. They've been in the system. They've got her hand there, who's awesome, who knows Malzahn's offense in and inside now. If if they could just do what Auburn does blocking wise, then they may be able to exploit the defensive ends, which is a lot of Auburn's offense, running around the end, jet sweep, all that kind of stuff. If they can do that, I'm telling you, if Auburn gets up a touchdown against against Clemson, if there's if there's never a chance where the next time Clemson scores, they take the lead, there's never that kind of nervousness. Let's say Auburn scores a touchdown and holds Clemson to start the game. That crowd is going to be crazy. I mean, it's going to be every down, if they show any sign, because there's a lot of people in there walking in. I've had a ton of people tweet me today. Huge Auburn fans. We're going to get killed. Clemson's going to run all over us. You can tell they're just huge, great Auburn fans. Going in with a great mindset. I don't know why they're going to the game. But anyway, if you've got any reason, if we pick Deshaun Watson off, if we sack him one time, something like that, just one of those things that gets it out of – people's heads that he's the greatest quarterback of all time because there are a lot of people thinking you know 
he hasn't shown it yet, but he could be one of the greatest. He, I'm not saying he hasn't shown it like he hasn't shown potential. He's definitely shown potential, but he hasn't, you know, he hasn't done enough to say you're, he's one of the best. But there's a lot of people who think he could be if he if he plays for four years and and gets better every year. But if you show, if Auburn shows with a pick, a sack, stuffing them on three downs in a row to start the game, something like that, to start, you know, if they do that, the crowd is going to get hope. Because as much as as there, I get a lot of, I see, I just see a lot of negativity on Twitter. Because the people who want to say negative things tweet the most, uh, and I, I see a lot of it. And a lot of times, it's hard to think that there's anybody out there that thinks Auburn has a chance. Because all you ever see is the people who just want to be negative and say we're going to be terrible. Because you know, if you say we're going to be terrible and they're good, nobody cares. So you want to try to look smart. Because you know if you're wrong, nobody cares. Because they're just happy you won the game. It's like the people who don't like any movies. That have to say every movie's terrible before they even go into it. Anyway. Um, so if you give them if if you give Auburn fans any hope at all, you go into each game, Iron Bowl last year. Before it, I thought the whole world thought the whole Auburn fan base thought uh, we were gonna lose the game. But from you know, from the first play, it sure, sure were a lot of people cheering and screaming. I mean, it, it's it's easy to be Mr. Negative fan before the game started, but as soon as you get the game starts, everybody turns back into the fan because they want it to win. They want to, they want their team to win. Um, so, as I've said before, if you give if Auburn gives the fans any reason to think that they can stop. Sean Watson or the offense, or that they're going to be able to move the ball. That's another big thing. Sean White completing passes, being able to run with Javon Robinson not not here anymore. I mean, there's so many questions. It's like as soon as one is answered, the hope comes back. The hope comes in, and everybody starts cheering. Obviously, the more you cheer, the louder it gets, the harder it is for Clemson. So, I'm, I've done what I talked about a few minutes ago where earlier when you just when you're not thinking about it a lot you just you go well this is what's going to happen I mean it's it's if you look at okay Clemson's number two we won the Birmingham Bowl last year what do you think is going to happen just looking at it real quick you think Clemson's going to win but then again you get bored with that thought you start to look into it a little bit more you go well if they do this and they do this and they do this they have a shot and Auburn has a shot it's the first game if this was the 13th game and Auburn was 6-7 and seven and Clemson was undefeated number two, I would, or I guess I'd make it the 14th game. It'd be hard to say Auburn had a shot. I, if they were playing at home, I'd go, that's their shot from playing at home. But this is the first game. We don't know who, we don't know what Auburn is. We don't know what Clemson is. We know they have the same quarterback from a team that was good last year. And we, that's what Auburn thought in 2014 as well. Same quarterback from a team that was good last year. It's almost the exact same situation. And Auburn was not as good in 2014 as they were in 2013. So who's to say the same thing doesn't happen? I meant to tweet that earlier, and I couldn't figure out how to say it. But there you go. All right, two days away. Tomorrow's Friday. Get the tailgate set up. One day away. We got a duplicate number on the one day away, of course. But again, this this uh, Spot brought to you by Prince on Papers. Go check out their Facebook. 
click shop now. Use promo code WARBLOGGLE and get 20% off. And if you're on their Facebook, tell them you heard from me. Say, thanks, WARBLOGGLE, for telling me about this. That'd be great. All right, bloggle spot number 144, done. War Eagle.